Would have been funnier if it was buzzing behind you. You'd be like, "Okay, Anthony, now what do we do?" <laughs> I don't know if the Anthony's broken Bro, or if you I'm have broken. Like a crown. Why does this not look like? Why do you not know how to pour a beer without head? What? <laughs> this is... this this pour has no head. Thank you very much. I remember my first beer. I remember my first head. That is not the color I expected that beer to be. I definitely said the not. same thing. <laughs> I see like actual French toast coming out of there. <laughs> Thwop, thwop, thwop. With that being said, welcome to the Head Metal Over Six Pack Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Is that a chunk of butter floating in your beer there? Oh, what I, I put in butter. my butter is none of your business. Butter beer. Love butter. Butter beer. There you go. All right, enough of the pleasure trees. Let's do this. You know, you're an Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack. Unique Metal Fans. You big son of a bitch. Yeah. Like the video things that were going to happen. I have a feud. 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 Fight, 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 oh, fight. Sorry. Oh, that'd have been good. That's kind of gross. That would actually, <laughs> that would actually have been good. You want to actually, you want to listen to our sound there? Oh. Uh oh. Siri. <laughs> <laughs> Did we record through that? Or we have dead air. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh well, this is gonna be another one of those fun. Edit, edit, edit. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's going to sound like there's like several conversations happening at once that he yeah. just kept. Yeah. And that's what I said, because when he came back, it. <laughs> Excuse me? I'm offended. I thought it was good. Oh, my God. Never mind. Never mind that. I know, there's a lot of stuff going Eruption? on. Eruption? That nobody can. That was welcome to the jungle, but. Same thing. What's you guys' opinion on Steel Panther? Uh, they're funny. They've kind of been. They're just uh, like look, they're like a joke band in my mind. They, I don't they think made it. Seriously. Okay, I respect anybody who made it, and that's the nicest thing I'll say about them. See, I thought, that's a weird. <laughs> that's a weird thing. I thought they were actually supposed to be a joke band. That's what I like, thought. But they're more. But they consider they consider themselves a parody band. What's the difference? Um, I don't know. I actually. Think oh, I like. Um, Weird Al is considered a parody. Yeah, he's a joke musician. Yes. So what's the difference? <laughs> All right. So, like, Steel Panther is supposed to be in like the same realm as like Psycho Stick. Is that is that okay. how I'm supposed to take them? Psycho Stick isn't really a parody though. They don't take songs and no, change them. They're comedy. They're comedy. Steel I Pan I yeah, think but Steel Panther writes their own stuff, though, don't right, they? Right, but they do the parody of the 80s metal. That's the point. Yeah, I mean, but they're still writing their own stuff, so I, that's why I, I say it. It's like, is that why it's like... I think there's a big gray area. All right, well, anyway. Is that the name <laughs> of a band? No. <laughs> yes. It is now. So Copyright. I personally, I kind of hate them. I think they're annoying. But <clears throat> with that being said, there's a feud. Feuding, feuding, feuding. Because apparently, fight, like Steel, fight, pa fight, Steel fight. Panther, like, li like actually, like tours with like big acts and stuff like that. Like, they open for them. Yeah, they get out. They, they get on tours, man. Comedic they, relief. Yeah. 
Pretty much. So, there was. Let's see. Nikki Six of Motley Crue is going to be the other half of this feud. So, when asked in an interview with Little Punk People which musician they would bring back from the dead, they were speaking to a Steel Panther guys at this point. Uh, the band's frontman, Michael Starr, said, I'd bring back Vince Neil. <laughs> when drummer Styx Zadina replied, he's not dead. Starr said, well, I'd bring back the Vince Neil from back in the day because that guy is dead. Wow. So That's <laughs> fucked up. This prompted Nikki Six to tweet in defense of his bandmate, the singer in Steel Panther can go fuck himself. Want want to be banned? Putting down the, like at the Vince Neil. He tweeted, "I love tweet beefs." Uh, tweet beefs for all the world to tweet see. Tweet beefs sounds like a disease. Later response sorry, to a Motley Crue fan beef. who has also defended Neil, declaring no, number one can be can even top Vince's charisma. That's why they are assholes, backstabbers. So. Mm. The, uh, the conversation back and forth, like Steel Panther. Um, so Steel Panther, like what, what I was kind of saying before, like they actually get out on like tours. Like they've toured with Def Leppard. They've toured with like Judas Priest. They were, um, as of six days ago, apparently they're on tour with Stone Sour. Like, I heard about that one. Like, That's weird, but whatever. I mean, Good to, to each their own. But they started saying it. It's like they, um, they released a, like a rebuttal. It's like, you know, they've never felt welcome or they've always felt welcome. Um, let me rephrase that. They've always felt welcome on like any of the tours, except this one year in 2011, they went on tour with Motley Crue. And Tommy Lee and Nikki Six did not like like anything about Steel Panther. Like hated them. Hated, hated, hated. Like the to, whole tour. To be fair, they kind of hate everything, those two. So. Right. <laughs> um. Despite Molly Crew's apparent reluctance to embrace his band, Stick believes that Steel Panther is very accepted now. He says uh, Judas Priest took us on tour with them. We're on tour with Stone Sour, as I just mentioned. Uh, Corey Taylor is a huge fan, apparently. <laughs> of course he is. His comment is, if a dude like Corey Taylor, who is in Slipknot and Stone Sour, can appreciate what Steel Panther does, then I think even the most hardcore metal fan should at least give it a shot. Blah, blah, blah. Six told, so Nikki Six told Australia's music feed in November that he didn't care for Steel Panther's music. You know, it's not my thing, he said. That's just me personally. I don't know. It doesn't feel, I guess, a lot of people think it's funny, and they're kind of a joke band, and that's cool, but that's not my cup of tea. I kind of take my music a little more seriously. So, Steel Panther makes a comment. It's like, oh, well, I'd bring back Vince Neil. It's like, oh, dude, Vince Neil's not even fucking dead, you stupid douchebag asshole. <laughs> you prick. And he was like, no, like, you know, the old guy, like, like the, the older version of Vince Neil is dead. And then, you know, Nikki Six, like, um, well, they're kind of like a wannabe joke band and they're kind of a gimmicky piece of shit, pretty much. And that is my feuding. I've, I've truthfully never heard one of their songs. I'm not going to lie. I saw this it's ridiculous vi video. I, I the one in the classroom? I can't even remember the uh, name of the song. It's, it has something about, like, fucking something inside of something yeah, on top of something. Like, it's just completely inappropriate. and doesn't make any sense why it's allowed to be, like, so out there. So they're an ICP 80s band, knockoff, <laughs> joke band. It's the, the thing that kind of pisses me off, and there's a lot of things that are, like, ticking me off lately. Like, mm. 
between like movies and <laughs> social media cups. and yeah, <laughs> weird random draws. weird random laws. I don't understand how a band like Steel Panther can like release the stuff that they release and it's okay. And nobody has like a bitch fit or anything like that. Hey, you However, can't say that in this state anymore. Oh, I'll bitch, bitch, bitch all day long. Bitch, bitch, bitch. I will rename this podcast Bitch, Bitch, Bitch if it becomes illegal in Massachusetts. Because you know what? Fucking find me, Charlie Baker. To all of our listeners, uh, that is a side piece of news for Massachusetts legislation being pushed right now. To remove said word and make it illegal I think we touched findable. On, we touched on it a couple of times. Yeah, we did. Oh, we go good grief. Good luck. First they try to get rid of paintballing, but that's different. It's just beyond me that like a band like this like exists and like they they literally like so they they're supposed to be a glam rock parody band. So that means they're able to <laughs> they're able to uh, they're able to be womanizers. They're able to be like just complete douchebags. They're able to be like all of this stuff that if you know like an actual big name was doing it, like we would probably be talking about their court case because they're being banned in like 50 states pretty but much. like these these clowns get to run around and pretty much do whatever they want i think they're i personally think they're a joke they're, they suck they suck and they blow do you think that they, took, they chose steel panther because sex panther was taken um isn't <laughs> from anchorman <laughs> cologne that brian fantana uses and see it, that's just what i think of if i was gonna think of some knockoff 80s glam rock band I feel like Steel Panther was their second choice. That's all I'm saying. Maybe so, they stole the Panther. So apparently, like the the guys of Motley Crue, who are also like probably like the glam rock band that they're trying to parody, do not appreciate the fact that they're <laughs> they trying. Might, to they may, they might feel mocked. I guess. Motley Crue. Motley Crue. You know what? I, <laughs> so just to go on, like keep going with this, my Steel Panther hatred. You know what? It kind of reminds you. It kind of reminds me of Buck Cherry. Like Buck Cherry tried to bring that '80s feel back. To like their music, but they did it like legit. I was more confused than like the Chuck Berry reference. <laughs> Why? I didn't say Chuck Berry, did I? No, I'm just saying. Oh, they're just like, oh, Chuck Berry. What if we just do it backwards? Why? It makes <laughs> sense. It's like no relation, except yeah, the dingling song, I guess. So but like, like, at least like Buck Cherry was like was like legit. Like they actually tried to put out like legit songs. They just wanted like the style. And like, they the had 80s. a couple hits. And then you get that Vita. So they can't be used in Massachusetts. Those <laughs> Vita Grin <laughs> fleet. Bullshit. Oh, yeah. We don't talk about that. That's we, We've had our share with that one. I have not ranted yet about Greta Van, Greta Van Fleet or whatever, whatever you call it. Not a full-blown one, no. Not yet, no. No. Because no, nobody wants to engage in the conversation with me, so maybe you guys are fans. <laughs> I am not. I don't even know who the hell you're talking about. It's so. like Led Zeppelin 2. Okay. Pretty much. But it's a bunch of kids, and everyone's, like, fucking drooling over themselves. And well, I, brought, like I the, brought up the, the thing that, that uh, they were upset because they're like, oh, people need to stop saying that we sound like Led Zeppelin. We'll stop sounding stop like Led Zeppelin. Stop fucking sounding like Led Zeppelin, man. I mean, holy shit. Have you fucking listened to your record? Holy mother... F- wow. Yeah. That's a great comment. I love that. Uh, and right. stuff. And stuff. And news. Heavy Metal Headlines. Clap. Smash. We've got the clap. <laughs> Again. Again. Clap. <laughs> Sorry. Would you like me to go first in this news? Sure. We'd love for you to go first in this news. So, Walls of Jericho, drummer. <laughs> 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 I 
I haven't, even, I haven't even tickled you yet. Yeah, just wait till you do. So, no, do you know that. how much, like, a pound of grass would be? Uh, when you say grass, Anthony, do you mean um, green, maybe crab grass? Um, ooh, turf? Oregano. Maybe? Ah, oregano. I'm going to say approximately one pound. One pound of oregano? Like well, how? Well, like, you asked how much of a pound of grass would be. I'm going to say approximately one pound. Well, 16 ounces. If you want to be exact. Anyway, like think of how much grass that would be. That'd be a lot of lawn that's clippings. Like that's like one pound. That's a lot of grass, right? Now, if you, even if you dry that out, you, you're pretty much halving the weight, roughly, right? Halving is that? Halving is, is a that word. the technical term? Splitting. I halved it. Halved it. <laughs> so, in any case. Uh, the Oregon State Police have discovered that this man has more than 600 pounds of marijuana in his vehicle. In his vehicle. <laughs> okay. Is he driving a Mack truck? Or like, like three Mack trucks? Does it was look he like, pulling a, just like fucking hay poking was, out of the Was side? he pulling a Bunty Soap Super Troopers like tractor trailer? Does it look like the... the <laughs> what are these guys hauling? Soap, I think. Does it look like the, the chest of the scarecrow and like, you know... Like a Wizard of Oz, just like po- poking out everywhere. Spray paint on the side. No weed in here. Right, so, in all fairness, <laughs> a, uh, a pound of like nicely dried, like perfectly ready to smoke, like Chiva, would probably be about the size of like a gallon size Ziploc bag, yep. but like stuffed. Yeah, takes like, six hundred to the gills. Like looks six, like looks like a little pillow. Vacuum sealed, puffed to the gills. Six hundred and thirty-two pounds uh, were actually in the vehicle search itself. Here's my question. It was a pickup truck. A pick. During the traffic stop, the trooper searched the pickup after allegedly detecting an odor of marijuana. Was he in the next state over? Like, Christ. Oh, my God. Where did he get that whiff from? How did you know? Like, on the roof? Like- Are you transferring the world's largest skunk? <laughs> or do we have a problem here? Imagine if he said he had a card. <laughs> yeah. I got my card. I'm good. My question is, who's the farmer? Some guy grew 632 pounds of dope <laughs> and just dumped it off to this guy. Uh, on top of the 632 pounds of marijuana, there was also nearly 40 pounds of what is believed to be marijuana extract. Oh, that stuff is potent. Oh, From what I've heard. Vanilla extract. He's got the grass myself. and the oil. Wow. That's Jeez. hardcore. No, no. Are you ready for his defense? He told police he wasn't wasn't aware of what was in the back of the truck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're going to go with sounds legit. Score. Sounds legit. Here's my question. How many pounds of marijuana does it take for someone to overdose? 633 I've, pounds. I've never heard of an instance of overdosing. Precisely. So why is it banned and outlawed? Who cares? It's I'm legal more, in like 90 states. What, well, it's, well, it's legal here, but you still can't have 632 pounds of it. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, well, my question saying, is, why like, the hell not? I think you can have like an ounce. Yeah, you can have an ounce legal. That's like on one millionth of what this guy was hauling. <laughs> uh, so he has been booked into the Klamath County Jail on $45,000 bail. That's it? That's it. That's like a brick. I mean, uh, 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 that's uh, uh, moving on. We're going to let you off early because we're going <laughs> to confiscate the evidence and, like, we're, we're going to forget yeah, you. Yeah, you notice how they said, oh, yeah, 632 pounds. We're like, wait, what about the 18 other pounds? I Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that's that's happening right now. Good grief. Bunty soap. 
as a cop not being a dick because they probably like round up and it's like a fine. For I'm like assuming every it was for some sort of business and he was just transporting it to said business. That was my assumption. Maybe if he just went through the weigh-in, he wouldn't have had this issue. They Maybe if he didn't know put in a fucking 600. pickup truck. Yeah, right. Oh, a van. Rent a you fucking know. U-Haul. Something you can lock. Something that doesn't just excrete. <laughs> uh, I need to smell. search the vehicle. Great. You got a warrant? Nope. Well, fuck you then. Bye-bye. <laughs> He's a better fall guy. Everybody has a fall guy. You need I, a better one. The best part is just like, oh, I didn't know it was back there. That's what I'm saying. 600 pounds, he and you were just a, like, I was unaware. He need, yeah, he needs a fall okay. guy with a better, with a way better story than that, because that's, <laughs> a, that's a hot pile of garbage right there. That is a ton. I, I want to know, well, look, whatever pickup truck he was driving should use this as free advertising. <laughs> like, hey, look. With his fucking, like, <laughs> the back end was on the ground. Check like, this out. You know what's great about a Dodge 1500? <laughs> yeah, it can, can carry 632 <laughs> pounds of marijuana. They should use that Just in the next don't commercial. Get caught. That's what I'm saying. They should use that in the Super Bowl commercial. Like, instead of doing that track with, like, all the stunts and whatnot, they should be like, look how much... Look, because you get arrested for that. Look how much weed you can <laughs> put saying. in this. <laughs> you can put your weed in here. <laughs> Most people don't know this. You, you can, can hide your, your weed in there. You can put your weed in here. <laughs> It'd be like Adam Sandler, like hot chick. You can put your weed in here. Put your weed in here, and there's got a little opening here. You can I'm put your weed really in. Just getting really into your story. Not to <laughs> not to digress, but like when they show the commercials, like the like the jeep in the snow going like 45 down the snow. <laughs> Who the fuck does that? Yeah, and they're probably dead if they do. Who the fuck does that on weed? Instead man. of the <laughs> instead of the snow for the commercial, they should do it in the desert. And pack 640 pounds of marijuana in <laughs> the back you. of it with flashing blue and red lights behind them <laughs> and watching them gun it and make it across the border. Yep. I'd buy that truck. Yeah, right. I'd go broke to buy that truck. Mm -hmm. Dude, have you ever <laughs> gone on a high-speed police chase, man? Have you ever gone on a high-speed police chase on weed? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot slower, actually. <laughs> No, then, no, dude, I meant smoking the weed, not carrying the weed. <laughs> oh. That's just stupid. <laughs> if this guy gets off... Then that'd be even further of, big bail. of an advertisement. Not really. This guy gets off. It's 45 minutes. Have you ever gotten off on weed? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just ruined this whole episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so since we're digressing, uh, there was a guy I knew that got a... Uh, Have you ever digressed on weed, man? A Cadillac mm -hmm. Escalade from a police auction. Mm -hmm. And he paid, like, really cheap for it and had it, had it for, like, two weeks and then had to change the brakes. And he found, like... 16 kilos of cocaine in the wheel wells. That's a good place for him. They had already searched the vehicle. Like, how thorough did you search this? You just auctioned me a vehicle with, like, $3 million worth of cocaine in it. They, and were, they were probably on weed. <laughs> Can you imagine if it, like, burst in the wheel well and just fucking spitting <laughs> fucking cocaine out the it side? Like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. It gets pulled over. As like, he's driving down the road, like, yeah, I don't, sure I don't know what happened. Why is it snowing right now? It's August. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> You guys want to go for a run? I want to go for a run. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to, like to smoke my weed. I can't even fucking blood. I can't even like breathe in it. I go, it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. He drove it to the police station too and like showed them the receipts and had to like tell them like, hey, look. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't legally buy this coke. He's like, I'm not a here. drug dealer. And that's the first thing he said going into police station. <laughs> They're like, okay. Yeah, nice try, buddy. Uh, we're going to call our supervisor here. Uh, Does it count as trafficking if I was hitting in traffic? <laughs> This man was. <laughs> yeah, well, look, kids, if you're going to be smuggling 632 pounds of marijuana, get a better truck. And cut somebody in on it, man. Get some, some free passes along the way. That's all I'm saying. All right. Not that I've ever done that. Nope. Clean as a whistle. We're going to call this episode You've never seen my whistle. <laughs> 
heavy metal over a weed pack. Over a weed pack. Does anybody else want to get high right now? Uh, I'm like so sad I'm not high right now. It'd make for a funny episode, that's for sure. It would. Would be an episode on my new dr- my new job doesn't drug test. So hey, so <gasps> we all just took an edible an hour ago. And <laughs> <laughs> Mine does if I break shit, but that's I'm used to that. But I can get into a car accident now. <laughs> uh, congratulations! Are proud of you? I think I that's, don't a, know. that's important. That's a big step. Somebody to, can hit me. I used to. I <laughs> Anybody, used, please. Yes, that, yes. Actually, if I if I got rear ended before, I would have to, I would have to go. I've and heard take that a drug about test. you. On weed. No. You ever gotten rear-ended on weed? <laughs> Honestly. Uh, no. Moving you, on. you want me to really Look, answer that? All right, enough about Marcus and his boyfriend. Next story. Fiance, God. <laughs> oh, throw some class. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, what do you have for a story? Nothing. Nothing? Fancy. Nothing yeah, me and my fiance. I brought the feud. <laughs> all right, kids. So... Uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but... Nope. Remember? At the end of 2011, after 15 years with said band, there was a frontman who decided he was going to pursue his solo Christian music career. Always. Survey says? Always. That was Words. Josie Scott of Saliva. Always. Always. I don't know. Sure. Uh, anyway, he has announced... That he's coming back to the band, um, that he's going to be doing an appearance on The Morning Dump, a podcast. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's a podcast. Okay. Competition. We're not going to talk about them. We'll follow you if you follow us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said uh, he's getting back, to be- back together with the guys, and they're going to do a reunion tour. Uh, they're doing a new album for January 2020, and they're going to put the old thinking caps back on in the studio. So I don't know if you guys remember or know or if you've kept up with Slive over the years, but they replaced him with uh, Bobby Amaru. Excuse me? Yeah. Had kind of mixed reviews. I don't uh, know if you've heard any of Saliva's stuff. I haven't heard Saliva post since Josie well, Scott. Always. I, um, didn't, I didn't know they still existed. Yeah, I think they kind of... F- I, th- I feel like after bands kind of break up, they just... Click, click, boom. It's never the same. Um, Especially when you, once you lose your lead singer. Yeah, like mm-hmm. if you change, you can't that's change. A hard front. One too. That's why. That's why I can't. Un- I I can't understand how Allison Chains is still touring. Like, how do you come back from that? Well, but anyway, well, that, that guy is like a different being though, because like he's actually. I I think he's like he's kind of like on the same level as Lane Staley. Yeah, like and he's they, they close. Didn't, they didn't have an album for what? I think I talked like, about it when it, the new one came out. Like, yeah. they were, it's been like twenty years or something it's, like that. It's not like when what's his face from like Three Days Grace goes to like uh, Santa, Adam Gontier. Is it Santa Sonia? Santa Sonia. Santa Sonia. So now you have a heavier Santa Sonia, or you have a heavier Three Days Grace as yeah, Santa Sonia. Well, when he left Three Days Grace, you could tell who wrote the lyrics for Three Days Grace after he left because then like every song changed, and it was like, uh, I can be your painkiller. It's like I don't, I don't hate the world anymore. Why am I listening to this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. You go to Adam Gontier, and it's all the same. Like he must have been going through a whole bunch of bad breakups every time he was writing an album because he had some some things from the heart. Any hooser. And they all apparently took three days. Yeah. Bad dumch. Have you ever had three days grace on weed? Um, Twice. That's my, that's my joke. Stop <laughs> <laughs> stealing my lines. But yeah, they're they're uh, they're going to be getting back together. Um, I kind of feel. I felt bad for Josie Scott for a long time. So the first time I ever felt bad for Josie Scott was when he did that song with Nickelback or Chad Kroger, yeah, uh, hero, a hero for Spider-Man. Yeah. 
and they never gave him credit for that song. He had to sue Chad Kroger and Nickelback and the studio that released it because he never got paid for that song, even though he helped write it and performed on it, and it was like a big hit music video movie thing, and he never got paid for it. Hmm. And I kind of felt like that was like the... Because a little while after that, they did uh, Ladies and Gentlemen. Yes. And that kind of caught a little bit of ground. Ladies and Gentlemen. And kind of went somewhere, but then it was like, yeah, everything kind of started going downhill for him. So I understand why he stepped away. I've always kind of felt bad for him that he never really got the credit he was due. I'm kind of hoping that Saliva is going to make like the the all-out comeback and, and be the Saliva that we uh, we enjoyed. The one-hit wonders. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that they they released four albums after he left? They yes. Had one four, that's what tripped me out. Four fucking albums. That's right. absurd. I had no idea. I've never. I haven't heard a single one of their songs. But it's probably again. It's. I mean, after Josie leaves, it's like you can't probably float around the same circles as Flaw. Oh, uh, don't come on, man. <laughs> Bad llama. <laughs> don't lump them in with those cheater stealer people. Have you ever listened to Flaw and Weed? Uh, actually, I've never even listened to Flaw, and I have that as a as a. That's going to be on my tombstone. I'm not going to listen to that crap. Sorry. <laughs> I like old Flaw. Yeah, that's good. Nothing wrong with Flaw. Sure. Yeah. If you're not on the weed. <laughs> it could be a long episode. Anyway. I, actually, I actually did have a uh, story in the archives. Oh. I, actually, I could throw out there. This is actually kind of a big one. We all remember the uh, story Jealous. of uh, Chris Adler. Oh, yeah. Mm. I saw this one. I, I actually read this article. hey All right. So um, I'm, gonna, I'm going to read first off the, uh, the blabbermouth.net article. Uh, Chris Adler has broken his silence about his departure from Lamb of God. <clears throat> Uh, we may remember we discussed this in the we did a little before. Bit. Uh, Lamb of God actually parted ways with their drummer Chris Adler um, earlier this year. It was, I believe, July of this year. He hadn't been touring with Lamb of God since summer of last year. Yep. Um, his replacement is was uh, Art Cruz, who uh, previously played with uh, Prong and Winds of Plague. Yep. And uh, like, like I said, they and he ended up being the uh, full time drummer. So. The drummer is now actually like released um, a couple of statements based um, about the exit of his band. Uh, and I'll read verbatim. The drummer wrote, I feel it's time to address many questions being asked about my departure from Lamb of God. Allow me to start with a relative concept of understanding. We all gave our lives to this. 26 years is not flippant, whatever that means. Hmm. Each one of us sacrificed and lost much on a personal level to live the dream we had when we were kids. I will always love each member of the band, believing in me, agreeing to take on the world. We managed to find some love in the machine, but in turn, it took things that cannot be recovered. I did not leave the dream, Adler says. I did not make the decision to leave my life's work. The truth is that I am unwilling to paint by numbers. Ah. Um, I wish my brothers all the best in their continued ventures. I can assure you that you will hear from me again. I was given a gift and hope to continue to share it. Um, many have asked about the motorbike accident because we speculated That's that it so probably had yeah. something to do with the accident. And the collarbone, yeah. Memory, uh, many have asked about my, motor, my motorbike accident I had in Thailand in 2017. It's true that it was not pretty, but I've been well since August of 2018. Thank you for your concerns. So the accident, he, he pretty much saying that the accident is uh, has nothing to do with the reason right, why yeah. I left. Seems to be. Um, kind of poking a little bit of fun at what not poking fun that might be a bad choice of words but he doesn't necessarily didn't agree with the direction that Lamb of God was going I think with like, he, I newer. think he feels like and Lamb of God I, I feel like 
they're doing the opposite of what people do nowadays. Like, I think Chris Adler just feels like they're like a broken record. They just put up the same thing over and over and over again, and he, he wants to do something different. Right, and I think he said that in like a, like some words yeah, and like a couple. Because he was different saying, music. he's like, I can play this song a thousand times, and it's like I I lose the the thing behind it. It's like he wants to be inspired. He wants right. to like maybe like experiment, kind of a thing, which. Maybe to his credit, like sometimes like a band will like go in like experimental levels, but they go in like the completely opposite direction. Like you, you end up with like a bullet for my Valentine, Gravity, or you end up with whatever Papa Roach just pulled out. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever happened. Whatever there. they want to call that, or like something like so. Who knows? Like where his creative genius was like trying to go. If he wanted to be like more heavier, more experimental, maybe he wants to be part of like who knows. Which I find weird because uh, their last album from uh, 2015, Stern Um Drang, um, they, they had the song Overlord, which was like all clean, which is something that Lamb of God has never done before. I find that a lot of the writing now from like Lamb of God, um, I believe it's two albums they've released since he's been released from prison. Yep. If I'm, if I'm correct uh, on Resolution, that, I believe. And then the, the, the one I said. Right. So ever since like he's been kind of released from prison, like Randy Blythe seems to be wanting, wanting to tell like that story. Like kind of a thing, so I wonder if like Randy's the one that's been kind of like driving like the writing process. One of the things I used to love about Lamb of God, like back in the day, is like I, I actually watched this like short documentary this one time, and they were saying it's like, well, we got two different style guitarists. Like one thinks that like a heavy song is like a deep, slow, he- like a dun 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 dun, like that's considered heavy to him, and another guy's like, no, heavy is like when you were like 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 just going nuts, and the fact that they've always like combined those two mm-hmm. elements to get like their creati- their creativeness. So it's kind of sad, I guess. So like Chris Adler is like, oh yeah, well they're just not creative anymore. So I this wonder is coming if- from like the number one best metal drummer for a few years in a row too. It makes me wonder if like Randy Blythe like is like more focused on like telling his story. He wants to tell his story like his way, kind of a thing. Which you know, it's completely cool. Like he's actually got a cool story. He's got a book out. I want to read it. Like I, like I love Randy Blythe. Like he's a he's a cool dude. But it's unfortunate. Yes. It's interesting because he still has a brother in the band. He does. Yeah, that's strange. But like, the other Adler is like still in the band. Mm-hmm. I mean, that can't be that can't be easy. I can only imagine. It's like, hey, bro. Yeah. Pulling the plug. You're out. <laughs> That'd be like a Pantera thing. And it's... Which, digressing a little bit, it's not going to be my story, but since I brought up the word Pantera, um, it is official that Zach Wilde has agreed with Phil and Rex about doing a uh, Pantera tribute show. Is that official or is yep. it still speculated? Because well, I saw something that was speculated. It's like, hey, I'm still willing to do it, guys. I'll still do it. Well, Zach Wilde has officially been like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Because didn't Phil get like all kinds of like death threats on this? It's like you can't have you can't have this without Dimebag and I, that I'm not sure. I just know that it it wasn't directly like accepted by Zach at the moment. Like he didn't say anything on the matter, but now he's officially been like, yeah, he'll do it. I just need a drummer. Adler is currently playing with rotating supergroup Hail exclamation point. That's right. Yeah. Whose lineup, yeah, that's a new one. Yeah. Whose lineup also includes Exodus vocalist Steve Zetros Souza, Violence ex Machine Head guitarist Phil Demel, and former Megadeth Black Label Society bassist James Lomenzo. Interesting. So go check out Hail. Isn't it weird how bands just kind of like regurgitate members? 
That's strange. I think it's weird because like I feel like the like the music community is like so freaking tiny. Like all these guys just end up finding each other. Yeah. You know how many bands like I've looked like the wiki up just for shits and giggles? I'm like, wait, he's in this? Yeah. Wait, he's in that? Yeah. It's like you have no idea. So yeah, I just went from you know Exodus and then I played with Violence for a while and then you know I used to do, I did the stint with like Machine Head and like I, I I played this tour with Megadeth and Black Label Society, but now I'm on this Project Hale with the Steve Adler guy. Huh. It's weird. Oh. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You ever done all that on weed? <laughs> Pro- probably. <laughs> How do you think he got there, man? I was waiting for it. <laughs> all right, I got one more here. Say so that's how I'm segueing out my story. That's good. I like that. On weed. Um. So, science. It's science time. <laughs> so scientists like hydroponic weed. have created a never-ending live stream of AI-generated death metal. Huh. I love my brothers in the death metal thing. <laughs> Make it stop! <laughs> uh, so, um, we have to admit the computer-generated sounds of the live stream, all mangled lyrics and frantic drum beats, sound unnerving <laughs> to us. <laughs> this is the thing. So, uh, it's the work of music technologists C.J. Carr and Zach Zukowski. This is how we get the Terminator. Yep. Uh, who have been experimenting for years on how to get artificial intelligence to produce recognizable music in genres like metal and punk. Uh, Quote verbatim here, This early example of neural synthesis is a proof of concept for how machine learning can drive new types of music software. Uh, Creating music can be as simple as specifying a set of music influences on uh, on which a model trains. The deep learning behind the YouTube channel is, so that's where it is. Um, it's trained on samples of a real death metal band called Arkspire, hailing from Canada. Eh? Uh, these real audio snippets are fed through the sample RNN neural network to try and create realistic limitations. Imitations, I apologize. So, yeah. It's, it's, so they're called Relentless Doppelgangers. This is the, the YouTube channel. Stream. Quote, unquote. And yeah, it just, it just constantly creates... Metal music. Or now, how many people metal? are going to that channel now and are going to be hit with lawsuits from copying something they've heard in that? I actually feel comforted now that the robot like uprising is going to be like backtracked by like death metal. Yeah, if I, as long as I'm getting murdered by robots to death metal, I'm good with it. Hey, Kimmy, that'd be awesome. That'd be like a theme song to your death. But this robot like comes at you and it's like just blasting like this crazy death metal. So, yes, that'd be awesome. I would like to do a small segue. Since we're on the the, oh, no. the talk <laughs> of robots. Oh, no. So I was fighting Chappie, right? <laughs> on weed. So I, I sent you guys this. I don't know if either of you read it. I did, unfortunately. Marcus, did you read it? Of course okay, you did. I, apparently, I don't get anything anymore. Okay. Like, I'm so out of the loop. So, Have you ever tried that on weed? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> So, uh, this is a robot that was forced to watch over 1,000 hours of lawyer commercials and then asked (laughs) it to write a lawyer uh, lawyer commercial of its own. So, I will read verbatim the first page in which this robot has has created his lawyer commercial. Here we go. All right. A lawyer stands next to a shelf with books. The books are very wide. They have eaten too many words. Uh, Lawyer, have you been hurt in an accidental car? 
Has the government <laughs> sold your lungs without asking nicely? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Are you mesothelioma? Thelioma? Yeah. Answer me. The lawyer. The, <laughs> the, the lawyer opens a briefcase. It's full of lemons. The justice fruit only lawyers may touch. Oh my God. Lawyer continued. If so, you can act entitled for money. I'll help you. I graduated from lawn school, and all, <laughs> and all my teachers were bitten by dogs. Fair enough. Uh, word scroll across the bottom of the screen. These are cases the lawyer takes. Unfair stabbing. Ille- <laughs> illegal, <laughs> illegal shoes. <laughs> music to Canadian. <laughs> Sue the rain. Divorce your. I'm uh, sorry. Divorce your toilet, and fake sons. I need to divorce my toilet. Uh, lawyer continued. I have been a lawyer for un- for over 35 weekends. I'm currently <laughs> dating the Bill of Rights for fun. We see the Bill of Rights. It's in love. The lawyer will break its heart. There's nothing we can do. Lawyer continued. Let me use it to send your. Asbestos to court. I will wear two suits and I promise to steal the judge's gavel for you. The lawyer opens up his jacket of the first suit. Millions of gavels pour out. His promise promise has worth. Lawyer continued. My clients never go to jail town. We see his past clients. A tornado, a tornado, and a tornado. Lawyer continued. Remember, you don't pay any money unless you pay us money. Call for a free (laughs) use of phone. The digits appear. It's your social security number. <laughs> Fancy. That's, this that's is, the number this is I have the future. to dial. This is the future. <clears throat> I hope that, you're ready. That'd be a really weird phone call for me. <laughs> I gotta yeah. sue my toilet. I'm gonna call my social and divorce my toilet. <laughs> for, for, for unfair shoes. Get me the lawyer lemons. <laughs> and music to Canadian. <laughs> All these teachers have been bitten by dogs. <laughs> Come on! I've studied for 35 weekends. <laughs> like he, like he uh. has barely any custody of his of his law degree. Well, he he's he's defended a torna- three tornadoes, so he's gonna have some worth. Good grief! Anyway, that's all I got for you. I actually have a robot question. This actually falls under the end more. Has anybody seen the pre the new preview for the new Terminator movie? I have not specifically. Uh, I haven't seen it directly. No, because it looks like crap. Sorry, said it. Is Arnold Schwarzenegger? So it looks like crap. That means you've seen it. I saw the poster, and I keep seeing these pictures all over in memes of like four females on the cover of like a Terminator ad. Well, here's the thing: like Arnold Schwarzenegger is in it. Is yeah, he? I understand. He and is he's old as fuck. Right, with a beard. Why would the Terminator get old? It's a disguise. <laughs> like, I don't know. Are they gonna fucking? I was, I was, are they gonna invent old man Terminator in the future? <laughs> and like, oh well, Terminator is Terminator is aging. After his 2000th year, he gets gray and my shag. My question like, is... Bro, you can't play the part anymore. My question is, what the hell does John Connor look like? Which one? He's exactly. Been one of, he's been one of eight actors. <laughs> yeah. His dad uh-huh. was, was a blonde guy. He's going to be a daughter soon. <laughs> like, and then... Because he, he has to be female at least one point. What's that guy's, what's that guy's name? Edward... Uh, hands. No. Crab hands. He was the little brother in American History X, not Edward Norton, but Edward something else. He's the kid. He was the kid from T two, and he was supposed to be in T three, but he was in drug rehab, so he couldn't be in there. And anymore. he was doing it on weed. Yeah, right. yeah, on weed. That's why that other weird blonde guy was in T three, and then Christian Bale was the next one. I don't know, man. It's Which just like do we want. How many John Connors are there? But Arnold Schwarzenegger's in all of them, and then Sarah Connor. She keeps coming back. 
Because that's the only movie series she's ever been a part of that's been successful. What was Christian Bale's character? Was he John? Or... Yes. Okay. Did you say that? I'm sorry. When hosts yes. Are, when hosts aren't listening. I'm, I suck at life today. I, I just... I, I, I can't... I'm not going to watch it. I haven't watched any of the previews because I, I was done after, like, T3. T3 was, like, okay. It was, like, mediocre. And then, good, good on the action. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like movies that don't have continuity. Like, when they can't get the same actors to, like, play the same. The right. only one that right. I give a pass to is the Dark Knight series of uh, the Batman, Dark Knight. Because um, what's-her-face? Um, Katie, Katie Holmes. Holmes was the original. Yep. And then she got replaced randomly by that, but we killed her off in the uh, second movie. So. It, wasn't, it wasn't random, but yeah, sure. No, she, she just, it was her. Like, they Rachel didn't bring Heath Ledger Rachel. back for the third one, so I boycotted. <laughs> like, uh, Good luck. Marcus. Uh, <laughs> I, feel like making, I feel like I'm making fun of the Dark Knight movies right now. No, actually, I'm not even going to lie to you, okay? Total nerd moment, 100% clarity. Uh, the only movie that I was ever... Excited beyond belief to go see in theaters was The Dark Knight. I was giddy like a schoolgirl waiting in line to watch that movie. I still to this day think it's one of the greatest movies of all time. Greatest movie of all time. I saw it four times. I watched a bootleg version from Dan. Like I can't, I can't get sick of watching that movie. Like it's so good. It's just all around awesome. I saw it like, four times in the theater. Like, like Christopher I brought Nolan, new every single time. It's like it's like I guarantee you, you're gonna think the movie's over at one point. It's just gonna keep going because it's uh-huh. so fucking awesome. She's going to kick you right in the balls. Christopher Nolan was the man. I wish he never gave up those director's rights. I can't believe this is not another movie. You set up like 12 fucking characters in the last three minutes of the right. fucking series. Mm-hmm. I know. Asshole. But anyway, we digress. What a jerk. And then we got Ben Affleck. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Not the same. <laughs> not the same. Okay, I want to talk about But we digress. Not the same. Made of it. Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack discusses music videos. So here's Have you ever the deal, watched kids. a move, mew, mew, mew music video? Go on. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I didn't know. I was just sharing. Have you ever watched a mew, mew, mew music video I was, on I weed? I had a small stroke there. I apologize. <laughs> Guys and girls and all listeners of all ages, have you ever heard a song from a very popular band and thought, you know what? This song's pretty okay. It's pretty all right. Nope. And then you've gone to the interwebs and watched the music video and thought to yourself, I can never get that time back in my life. And it was just wasted on this awful excerpt of music excerpt. video by this band. Have you ever felt that? Because I've felt that a couple times. Hence the topic today. We are talking about multiple music videos that were giant letdowns from pretty big name, pretty big brig. name bands. Pretty brig. brig. Pretty big name bands. So, if there's anything you can think of, maybe give us some suggestions, what your music videos were letdowns for, maybe you could throw those at us, but this is what we have so far, starting with Anthony. All right, go. Oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so, my first one um, is a sacrifice. Uh, the band Creed, um, <laughs> my sacrifice. Um, I... I Brought it up multiple times. I don't mind Creed. I like their first few albums. I think yeah. I think they're good. The last album I enjoyed as well. Um, I mean, Full minus yeah, yeah, that one I really enjoyed. Um, so the music video is kind of weird. Like they're like playing on a street in like water. Like Venice? like is really it Venice? No, it's just I I don't know. So like like as it's going like Scott Stapp is in like a like a 
small canoe and he's just like going across singing the song while the band's just playing in the water and then like there's like a mailman giving mail to like drowning people I guess <laughs> I, I don't like I just see hands and the juice is like here you go have a nice I'm day. drowning I need help we've been wanting to contact you about your car's extended warranty yeah right like <laughs> the one that's underwater and like so there's like a there's like a part kind of where like um like he pulls himself out of the water like, mind you, he's in the boat, so he pulls himself out of the water, and he's, like, wearing different clothing. And then he's just, like, singing to himself in the boat. Serenading himself? Yeah, I guess so. Um, and then, like, there's, like, a tiger at one point, I guess. I don't know, just kind of hanging out. Just weird shit going on. And then, like, the the really random thing is right after the, <laughs> the like, second chorus, where it goes into, like, When You Are With Me part, where it's just him singing... They have this like romantic school bus. With, <laughs> it's just like it's like busted up school bus with like candles and like all this like you know fancy flowers and shit on it. Name and matter, and, just like, chilling. Yeah, like it was weird. And then like at the very end, there's like the worst like attempt at like an aging phase where oh. his face goes from like him like to like old man him, like horribly edited. Yeah, it's Dude, just they threw weird. they threw a dog in the pool. There is there's a dog in the water too. Just. I saw this shit on that movie, like a dog's purpose. Like that dog does not want to be in that pool. <laughs> and there's two monks arguing in a rowboat. It's so fucking there's random. Like a Chevelle drowning. Some guy's fishing, but he's underwater. He's making out with fish. There's a movie theater. This is just strange. You guys just aren't getting it, man. Like what you have to do is you gotta so, get yourself on some weed. <laughs> And then you're going to understand, man, that, like, his life is like the ocean. And, like, he's, like, sacrificing everything in his life to I'm, the water. I'm more concerned about the romantic school bus. I'm more so, concerned about the fucking dog. Why is the dog in the pool, man? So here's the deal, Where is okay? the dog going to go? There's no bench for him to, like, get on to, like, so he can take a rest. There's no ladder for him to climb out. Listen up, kids. This is an open and extended invitation from Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack to sit down with Scott Stapp and pick his brain over this video. So Scott Stapp, if you're out there listening, this is not the government speaking. This is heavy metal over a six-pack. It's also not God. 139,304,567 views, including mine. We promise mine. to not steal your soul. We just want to ask about this video, Scott. That's all it is. We just have, have a couple questions, okay? So if you could reach out to us, we'd greatly appreciate it. You know what this video says to me? The directors, like, brought this idea to him. The producers, they're like, hey, Scott. He's like, I'm not getting in the fucking water. <laughs> He's the only one not in the water. <laughs> Put me in a boat. You got, you got like, three options. <laughs> I, I don't know. I figure something out. Like, either you get me out of the fucking water, change the whole fucking video, or I peace out. <laughs> He's like, all right, man, we'll put you in a boat. Well, in all reality, it was probably, like, that one of the three options was like, all right, it can either be me in a boat or me not in the video or you bring my floaties. Oh, you pull yourself in the boat. <laughs> this is my time where I lost my virginity in the back of the school bus, and I'm on, on fire with all these candles. So random. It's so fucking weird. Yeah, this is uh, definitely a big letdown. I've never seen this video before in my I, life. I don't think Scott Stapp was on weed, though. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> he was on something else. Didn't he this, think is like, this is like Alice in Wonderland shit didn't, going didn't on. Didn't he think every, every time his phone rang, he thought the White House was trying to kill him or something? Something like that. I don't yeah, know. That's what I'm saying. Right. Alice in Wonderland type Scott, shit. Scott, we have a lot of questions. If you could just come down and, and just talk to us. You're, you are openly invited to Heavy Metal over a six-pack. Actually, we, we, after I saw your video, you can call, bud. <laughs> so, yes, that, that would be my first one. These are in no particular order on my end. Yeah, I don't, I don't have an order. 
Dave, what do you got? What do you got for so, us? What is your next first one? I feel bad about this one somewhat, kind of. Not really. Okay, so... There's no feelings on this part. There's a couple of songs that I... You, like, you, you listen to them, and they just pump you up, you know? Like, there's a couple of them, like, hey, like, I could get into this. Uh, when I think of Mudvayne, I think of their song, Happy. And when you watch the video for Mudvayne's song, Happy, it is literally... And think about this. At this point in time, they were signed by Sony Music, okay? So, kind of a big deal. Sony Music. Sony Music is willing to invest a good amount of money into their artists, okay? They're in the middle of a grass field. They sure are. By windmills with butterflies. And you know what happens? Nothing. It is strictly them playing in a grass field next to windmills with this awesome song. And it just totally, like, fizzles out because of the video. I feel like I watch this video, and I just get let down. It's just a total waste of a good song. This is a completely happy Gilmore, man. You have to go to your happy place. No, 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 no. Because this is actually, happy place. Because, well, there is a tornado. No, no, no. Because my happy place does not. All right, let's let's just be simple. Let's let's be real, okay? Can this just we? Looks can, like an, this just looks like an algae attack to me. Can we all acknowledge? I, I'm not going to name names, okay? But there's somebody who's the front man of Mudvayne <laughs> that's very difficult to look at. And for, what, what is it, like three minutes or four minutes and 25 seconds, you have to stare at him the entire time in eyeshadow. And I, I just, I can't, it was a giant letdown for me. I, like, why would you waste people's time? To make a video like, hey, we're going to watch a music video, and it's just you playing in a field. You know how many bands there are that play music in fields? Three. But there's a storyline? There's no storyline to this at I, all. I feel like there shouldn't be butterflies in a mud band. I'm telling you, this it, is, it's his happy place. No, it's just... Well, his happy place goes Totally let down. Your was, happy place blows. I felt like there was no real creativity with it. Uh, it's all <clears throat> CGI and whatever. Like, look. I understand people are trying to be different. I understand people just do their own thing. Sometimes things are rushed. There's politics and music. You never know what you're going to get yourself into or what lies on the other side because we only <laughs> see the end product. However, they just played in front of a green screen. They had no idea what they were playing. I yeah, couldn't, right. like, <laughs> just do I, your thing. We'll figure it out. Like, this song, I, I had listened to this song. Like, I used to listen to this song before, like, football games and stuff, and it's I'd get song. pumped up. Like, mm -hmm. I go smash into other human beings at, like, full tilt because this song was pumped through my head, but I can't. I can't watch this video and get pumped up like the song. It doesn't match. It does not match the video. I don't care what anybody says. They're all like, I, too dressed up, man. Like they, it's, this, this isn't like Mudvayne originally. Like he used to come out like his suspenders and like just had like blood splashed everywhere. He used to come out with like a bat. You just look crazy. He doesn't have like the white mask with the or white face paint with the blue on it and the blue spiky looking hair. like the blue meanie. Yeah, yeah. It just uh, it really let me down. So I still like the song. Uh, I still like Mudvayne and like the four other songs I used to have by them on my iPod. But this music video, guys, please don't ever do this again. Thank you. Stop it. Back to you, Ant. Back to me. Hmm. Let's, uh, you know what? I'm going to go with this one. Um, the band Offspring. Oh. They have a song called Hit That. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Is it like Smack That? Before sorta. it was Smack Sort of. <laughs> um, not that I know what that it's, means. It's a good song. It's not one of their most popular ones, but it's it's a decent one. It's If you are listen to Offspring, I'm sure you've heard it. Um, <clears throat> Thankfully so, for my ears and sanity, I don't. If anybody... <laughs> Has ever seen the 
Saturday cartoon slash animated series reboot. That's pretty much the actually not as not even as good in the CGI department of this weird. It's like a normal body in a normal like scenery, but he has like this like weird blue face that's like horribly animated. And like he's just kind of like walking through, like going to this weird town, and then there's like this dog, <laughs> mind you, horribly CG animated dog, just like reboot, just this as is, bad. This is like claymation. I don't even know what the fuck it is. So essentially, they're like chasing down this dog, right? And then like they they go, the dog like <clears throat> goes to this alleyway, and then they just come at him with a pair of shears, and that's where it ends. I don't understand. I don't know if it's like a weird like yeah. If they're just like you know back alley, you know whatever it's called, neutering. I'm yeah, not sure. That's what, that's what it was because he just walked away. The last shot was the dog walking away with a cone around its head. Uh-huh, so, so the shears were for the oh, were yeah. for the nads. But but still, <laughs> so that's like a, a very. Is it a back alley fucking neutering? How's it work? So he's singing to himself while he's walking down the street, like, "Hey guys, I'm thinking about neutering my dog." What's with the videos with animal abuse? Yeah, what the heck, Offspring? Hey, this is an open invitation to Offspring. <laughs> yeah, right. Why don't you come on down here and explain yourselves? Yeah, well, I stick poor, your <laughs> poor dogs. Stick in a no, blender. Sorry, that was once on weed. On, oh. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Did you pound that many at Magic Hats already? Yeah, yeah, I have a problem. So I have this problem where no matter what's in my hand, if you give me a drink, it doesn't matter what it is, it's gone in like three seconds. This is me pacing myself. So like when people give me beer, it's it's an issue because I'll proud of you, buddy. I'll down it. I'll uh, I'll, I'll pretty much drink anything given to me. But yeah, so that that would be my second one. Okay, back to you. So I'm kind of torn. Uh, okay, I think I'm gonna go with uh. So pretty notorious band. We actually mentioned them a little while ago. They've had numbers of hits. Uh, they go by the name of Papa Roach. And their song is Getting Away With Murder. Now, I don't know if you ever heard this song. It's the first song I really... Well, when I they the came out song, with but... it, it was like the ultimate pump-up song. You know what the video is? I've never actually seen the music video. Yeah, that's what I said. And then I watched it. It's just like a... It's... The music video is them playing in the middle of, like, Wall Street. And there's just... Chicks making out all over the place, and it just like turns into a party or something. But the name of the song is what? Getting away with murder. And what the heck does that have to do? Well, now I want to actually like, look into the. <laughs> I actually now want to look into like the lyrics. Like, are they trying to make like some kind of fun of like like Wall Street and like how like they're secretly killing us? Like with their somewhere beyond happiness and sadness. I need to calculate what creates my own madness. I calculate. Yeah, cal- calculations. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, we got math. And I'm a victim for your punishment, and uh, you're the master, and I'm craving this disaster. So this is what I'm getting no. out of this. I'm getting that Papa Roach wrote the song, thinking of the actual getting away with murder, and whoever directed it or who, whatever label was just like, let's make it creative, and I also hate the government right now. Yeah. So the la- no, I think the label went with like, look, it's not about. It's like, oh, they're like briefly in Wall Street, and the majority of it is like. Half-naked chicks dancing and making out. There's no... This is like right up your alley, though. It's all about boobs. It's all about boobs. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. Side joke. There is <laughs> nothing to do with the song in this video at all. Boop! Major <laughs> letdown. Uh, Boop. 
I'm. I don't like boobs like that. I love boobs. You don't like floppy boobs. Did you hear what happened to the World Series the other day? That's awesome. I did not hear what happened to the World Series the other day. But that's digressing, so I won't digress. But yeah, I'd say uh, Papa Roach. Um, you had a crazy <clears throat> hit song. It went really well. I still jam to it. I love the song. I hate your music video. You know what it actually is, in all fairness? It's the last resort video, but they're like, dude, we can't do the last resort video twice. <laughs> we got to put you in the middle. We have to put you in the middle of something. Seriously. That drives me nuts. It's like we have a little circle stage. There's a bunch, bunch of people around. Hey, why don't we just have a bunch of chicks make out with each other at Wall Street? Like, look. And they're like, done. Yeah. Who signed off on that? Because here's the thing. If you want me to pay attention for four minutes and 30 seconds for your song, there better be a storyline or something interesting or something creative about it. If it's just you in the middle of some random spot with girls making out, like, you just, that's it. No talent, no skill, no creativity. You get a zero. You get a zero. Song is awesome. Video sucks. Said what I said. Sandwiches. Moving on to Anthony's my, third choice. My third choice. Now, I didn't even know this had a music video. <laughs> Let's start with that. Um, when Falling in Reverse first appeared, their first two albums are really good because the first one was exactly like Escape the Fate, which is Ronnie's original project. So I, I really like the first album. Second album got a little sort of rappy in game, but it worked very well. And then they just fucking went downhill from there. But um, they covered Gangster's Paradise. I believe it was on one of the Pop Goes Punk albums. Or Punk Pop Goes somewhere. Pop Volume Goes two. the Weasel. Punk that. Goes 90s, Volume 2. Punk Thank Goes you. the Weasel. Uh, so I actually really like this cover because it's heavy as shit. And it's got like the craziest breakdown I've ever heard. But like the music video... I don't know if it's supposed to be like kind of co copying the cool, you know, the Coolio thing. Is it? But like he's just like it starts off with him just like in a chair, just like yelling at this hot chick, like trying to like rap to her. Is he wearing a pink hat? I don't know what he's wearing. Rich, rich, this is rich. Okay. But he's just not. That's rich. I thought it was like just, Victoria's Secret modeling. Like I for get a second. it. He's good at the rapping stuff, and that's fine. But he he tries to play this part, and it just doesn't fit. He just doesn't look right doing it. It's because he, he went to prison for like half a year for a fake assault. Yeah. And he thinks he's hard. So then the weirder part is Coolio was in this music video. What? But he But he just stands there. It's because 30 years later, Coolio is still cool. But like he just fucking stands there with his arms crossed. He's old as shit. Yeah. And he just kind of like hangs out in the music video like, yeah, I'm, I'm still here. Like, I, I, I support this. And that's it. That's like he doesn't actually do anything. He got paid. I support these royalties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Yeah, pretty much. These guys about to make me rich again. And, and the extra percentage <clears throat> for the likeness on my video. Nineteen million views <laughs> on YouTube. Seriously, like. And then like Ronnie's got like the like you know the gangster outfit going on, and it just looks strange. I don't know. I I don't like it. I don't. I don't think this needed a music video. I don't yeah. think covers need music videos. I don't. Personally. I don't think... Yeah, I cover, we already talked about covers and how we feel about that. Uh, but I just don't think this is the right fit. And Coolio's, like, brushing them off at the end. And they're, like, like talking and hanging out. Yeah, that guy is old as shit, isn't he? Good lord. 
Yeah, he's he's probably he's probably feeling good on the weed, right, Marcus? <laughs> oh Christ, fucking Gangsta's Paradise came out what ninety one? Uh, yeah, right, then like ninety two, three. So I, like I, that. I that would be yeah, not 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 the when fan. when that lead singer was born. It was a welcome ah. cha- it was a welcome change from Salt and Pepper. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pushing it. <laughs> I, felt, I felt so bad about I, I felt so bad about my life because like I was gonna get AIDS and I didn't even know what sex was at that point. It's like huh. what the hell, man? Why is <laughs> everyone getting AIDS? Dad. <laughs> so get out of here and watch football. <laughs> I'm watching the Patriots lose. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we were. Then. Yes, we were. Eighty five bears destroyed the hopes of all Patriots. And I remember my first beer, 1997, because the Patriots were in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Come here, 13 year old. That was 1996, because it was a 1995 season. That's awkward. Yeah, but the Super Bowl happened in 97. It was a 95 it was season. A 96 for 1996. Whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> Go on with life. Uh, Dave, do you have any more? Mm hmm. Okay. I surely do. So, uh, I've never been a big fan of said band. Um, That's a weird name for a band. Okay. But I tried. And when I say I tried, I really did try because everybody says, they were the face of new metal. So Corn? I checked out Limp Biscuit. Here's the deal. They got a contract, okay? Lump. They got a contract with a really notorious movie series. Do you know what that movie series was? Anybody? Uh, uh, Mission we're, Impossible. We're it back. was we're Mission back. Impossible. Nope. So their song, Take a Look Around... Mm-hmm. From Mission Impossible. Now imagine having Westmoreland. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna give you that one. Making awesome, awesome music, right? And then watch the video for "Take a Look Around," which most people call Mission Impossible 2. The video. It is straight up trash. If you can get past listening to Fred Durst's vocals, first of all, and lyrics, then more power to you. But on top of that, the presentation of the video, it's just all around garbage in a diner. It is obnoxious. Hmm. I can't, I, I, what were you thinking and why? Why did you subject people to listen and watch this crap? So it does like a side by side kind of thing. He just, he like works in a kitchen. It's very strange. Say it, Marcus. Say it. You're glowing with hatred, and I don't want to... It's okay. You're not going to offend me. I- I've always liked Limp Bizkit videos. <laughs> Is Wes Borland in the kitchen? Like, throwing ketchup on things? So... And not knowing how to pour soup correctly? There's all this random crap happening in this diner, and for all this buildup, okay? I think this is what bothers me the most. There's all this buildup, and, like, the big action sequence happens, and then it shits the bed, and nothing happens at all. Oh, look at that crazy guy with his tongue hanging out. Imagine having the Mission Impossible riff. And a phone? And having the rights to the Mission Impossible riff. Yeah. So it ends with him just being handed a random cordless phone. Right. And they say, and don't don't kill said person. And they just leave. Everybody out, just you leaves. Fat bastard. This is very... Who yeah. just carries around a cordless... Where's this- the receiver? It's a very confusing situation. So you have the rights... To Mission Impossible, they're going to use this riff for the rest of their videos. And they've made, like, what, like six movies? Six million, multi-million dollar movies? Marcus is jamming out right now. I'm going to hit him. Cover me. I'm going to hit him. Yeah, we actually support the song. (laughs) I I like the song. 
You like this song? I do. Why? His it's lyrics are crap. Song. It's a great song. It's a great song musically. And then Fred Durst comes in and just ruins everything. Compared to the rest of Chocolate Starfish and the hot dog flavored water. Okay, there's not. Like this is probably one of four tunes on that whole album that I could I can get behind. <sighs> that and Boiler. That's a great song. Tell me what you think about the video right now. Like I said, I've I've always liked the biscuit videos. <laughs> oh my god. Is the uh, I could I could not believe I wasted this much time of my life on this video. I I'll saw this. I'll explain wait. I'll, I'll explain a little bit later, like why. I, maybe maybe why I enjoyed this video. I couldn't stand it. I thought it was terrible. But any hooser, that's all I got. Anthony, what do you got? I'm gonna finish with. Uh, I was debating between two. Ooh. <clears throat> but. Mm. I'd prefer to go with a song that's actually good over like a song that I don't enjoy. With a, <laughs> and that, mind you, if anyone is aware of Attack Attack, we all know what I'm talking about. Um, so I will avoid that meme as it as its own self. So I went with uh, Megadeth, Sweating Bullets. Uh, I mean, this is you know, long time ago when this came out. So the it this entire music video is Dave Mustaine supposed to be like in an asylum. That's like the idea. So it's literally just him, like reproduced over like <laughs> everywhere. Like they just like horribly digitally edit him, kind of all over the place. Like talking to himself and stuff like that. And it's very strange. And he's just like, and it's just like that's like the whole thing. Does his band ever show up in this? No. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, minorly. But, so, like, they're in, like, so different we all know who Dave, who Dave Mustaine's number one is. Dave Mustaine? <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> so Mini Munch is just, like, him, like, weirdly, like, kind of singing to himself, talking to himself, and it's, it's just a very strange. We've all been there. It's very, I don't know, it's just, like, they're fucking everywhere. And, like, I, I get the idea behind it, I just don't think it was done well. <laughs> uh, I mean, I get it, this is, like, back when, you know cassettes were a thing and like it's just i don't know this is back when it's edit, a good song and it's just it just looks cheesy this is back when edits were the thing though like nobody had edited 12 of I themselves think in the same room the it could have been done better than this personally look at this really cool idea for a video man why don't we take me and make like seven of me pretty much and the drummer and then when people are watching this video on weed man they're gonna like lose their mind it's very strange just, Mind you, Dave Mustaine's uh, not like the prettiest person to look at. What's he holding? A bleeding brain? Uh, I think so. That must stain the floor. No, stains not in this. <laughs> this is Megadeth. <laughs> but um, his face looks very dry for sweating bullets. But he's always got that hair lip. Uh, don't. No, can't do it. Does he really? Oh yeah, it's always there. He can't help that. Why would you crap on him for that? I'm not crapping on him. Just at least I'm crapping on Fred Durst for his lyrics. You're, you're jumping Finger. on people for their just stuff they can't handle. Just makes you want to deliver like one of these, like something <laughs> about your face. <laughs> Stop it! Is there anything I do to? Is there anything I do to rectify it? No. Something no. about Fred Durst lyrics makes me want to just change hit him face. in the mouth. So yeah, that would be my final one. He's even talking to his hands. We've all been there. At all. Okay, so to recap, I had uh, Mudvayne, Happy, Papa Roach is getting away with murder, mm. and. Limp Biscuits, take a look around. I had Creed, my sack of rice. 
<laughs> uh, Mega Death Sweating Bullets, Gangsta's Paradise by Falling in Reverse, and The Offspring Hit That. Yeah, those are all pretty weird. I'm uh, I'm pretty act- oh, I'm, I'm actually pretty happy about about the product we turned out here. Those are good. And the things that you you brought up because I've never seen these videos and I never watched them again. So <laughs> never again. <laughs> Thank and you for that. You're welcome. I think overall, I'd say there was a success. Hmm. You done good. I have generalizations. The things I don't like to see in videos. I have pet peeves. Like what? So, like, when a video makes a video, like, when a band makes a video, and it ends up being a documentary about the video that they are recording, and that's the video they decide to go with. Yeah, that's obnoxious. Like, what? That's the stupidest idea I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah, I think it's obnoxious when bands... I think our boys in Fathom Farewell did one of those. Sorry, guys. That's kind of dumb. (laughs) I haven't seen said video. I don't know what you're talking about, and I don't relate to your statement. However... I do hate when bands only have videos of them just playing music with no storyline. Like, all right, I understand if, like, bands are unsigned or something and they're not that big yet or whatever. Like, maybe that's, like, a good beginner video, you know? Get everybody out there, show everybody who you are, but then it's like, bro, just do a storyline or something. I think it depends on the band. you got to have the theme that kind of follows it. You can't have, like, you know... Britney Spears and then have her like you know Game of Thrones setting. Oh, watch. it just wouldn't make sense. Watch Britney Spears' next album is going to have that. There you go. That's you know what, what I mean? You just, like you just the, put that the, into the universe, didn't the you? The music video has to correspond, I feel, with the the band. Right, and I feel like there's so many music videos that don't. Hence yeah. the reason for this topic, because these bands need to fix this crap, and there shouldn't be any more bands doing this junk, because it's obnoxious as a viewer to sit there and watch one of your favorite bands give a half-hearted display of a music video of time that you can never get back in your life. See, so the, other, the other people I'd pick on, unfortunately, are our brothers in the underground music scene because everything has to be, like, visual now. So, like, they're kind of, like, forcing the issue where, like, you know, you have to, like, put out videos. But the problem is, folks, like, this production value that's involved. A lot of the people that are involved in said videos are paid actors. Right. So if you want to actually incorporate like a story, there's a yep. band. There's a band that like we recently reviewed that I re- recently saw a video of. I'm actually gonna, not going to knock them because I don't want to point out any of the underground guys. But it's such a horrible video. <laughs> so bad. You I know mean, what? I, found the, I stumbled upon a lot. The band scenes are fine, yeah. but the stupid ass story that you try to create like behind it with like your friend's girlfriend who you think is hot. Yeah. And who claims that she's like this awesome actress and she's going to go on like this, like one, like this fucking Tom Hanks island style scene action and like do some great film for you. It's like, it's all bad. All bad. Don't do it. That's uh... like, I understand. I understand the push. I understand the push. I actually like the little storytelling action. I like the great visuals. Like if, I mean, if you're going to create a video, that's why you need a video. Like you visuals. If you watch any, like, what's the term? Hmm. I don't know how to say the genre. I guess, like, even folk metal. Or if you do anything like Man of War or, like, Blind Guardian and shit like that. Like, those are the music videos where there's fucking, like, shit everywhere. Like, demons and dragons and, like, fucking, you know, magic and wizards. And it's crazy shit going on everywhere. Tool. Artistic. Right. Weird. Abstract. 
Even Lincoln Park was very what I was good. Gonna say. I won't say I won't say uh, necessarily music videos, but if you like watch like a Iron Maiden DVD, complete mindfuck. Oh yeah. Floyd the Wall story movie incorporated. Mm-hmm. I know that's not technically like a movie video, video kind of thing. Corn, anything after Follow the Leader? Like great visual. Yeah. Yeah. Like awesome. Mm-hmm. Like just fun shit. That cartoon girl fucking with like this the the, and uh, I believe it's crap. The song is gonna escape me, but that doesn't matter. You guys know the animation I'm talking about. Sure. So, yeah, actually I do. Like production value has to actually exist. So like for our underground brothers, <laughs> like I, I love like love you mean it. Just be mindful. That's the thing, man. If you're not signed yet and you're trying to blow up, um, do the documentary like the live footage. Get some decent live footage, mash it all together, put the song like over it, like take some crowd shots, like do something basic. Like don't try. I, I, Maybe yeah for your first video, but then when you start getting into other videos, like bro, don't don't use all the band members as a storyline on a low budget video. Like that's not. Let's go biscuit because I actually think they're pretty good. Uh, no, there's another uh, look. They're gonna remain nameless. Uh, there's another underground band that I know of that has an awesome song. Like when I say awesome song, I mean like like movie music background type awesome song and the video for it was absolutely atrocious but again it's low budget so like i can't really throw shade Mm -hmm. at them because they don't have a lot to work with however knowing that you have not really a lot to work with you should probably set your standards a little lower and not try to shoot for like the the actor's moon and using your band members maybe you should try to like focus on something else to make an awesome visual for your awesome song instead of having a great song that now has a crap visual. I feel like music's all inclusive. So like, if people go to a music page, they wanna see like, okay, I wanna see who these people are, what they look like, I wanna see what they're capable of, what their music videos are, I wanna hear their music. It's not just listening to guitar riffs and cool lyrics. It's not. Music is like every single sense, aside from taste, that's weird. But, like, there's so many other senses that go into making music and people appreciating music, and I feel like you need to tap into that. Otherwise, you're just going to make crap, and you're going to shorten yourself, shorten your abilities. Maybe not. I feel like you're just going to trip yourself up. Pigeonhole yourself. Seriously. It's like, if you're going to go through the trouble of paying somebody to edit a video, make it worth editing. Have a story, like, work on it, spitball with it, make it interesting, captivate the watcher, captivate the viewer, make them want to share it, because today in the social media age, you want people to share your stuff. But if you have a crap product of visuals over a good song, people still aren't going to share that. You need to, you need to be all-inclusive. We need to be a, a 3D band. You can't just be one-dimensional. Like Mousetrap. Sure. Beer is good. And stuff. They had a Cleveland show a couple days ago. They had, it, it was like, because, oh, I mean, that's pretty much where they're out of, but they were, that was a huge, Tala was actually there. Yeah. Uh, uh, this album, actually, uh, A Killer's Confessions album, uh, The Indifference of Good Men, has, party? has a couple of features from Justin Bonnets of Tala. Okay. And has a whole bunch of other really good, really good things going for it. That whole show, when they did the release party for it, mm-hmm. That place was packed. I can imagine. They were, they were ripping. That was like 
I was so jealous I couldn't get to go to that show. I was about to drive to Ohio and then remembered that I had a life and kids and I couldn't do that. Couldn't just, couldn't just do <laughs> that. I almost packed them all in the car to take them to go see the AKC and tell <laughs> there you show. Go. But, but yeah, those are the That's songs cool. that I'm, I'm jamming to right now this week. Nice. Nonstop. Marcus? Found this band, kind of found them on accident. Well, not on accident. <laughs> but, um, works. Uh, we, we apparently follow them on Instagram. <laughs> cool. When I say we, like meaning like our podcast account. Yeah, yeah. Awkward. Dude, I pretty much just went in one day and was just like, follow, 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 follow. Yeah, you just go like through the suggested friends. Yeah. You go follow, 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 follow. And then you see like the three that are like requested. It's like, yeah. oh. Who are you? New phone, who this? Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. So, uh, actually, band's pretty, this, band, this band's pretty awesome. So, Maldavin New Metal. You know where Maldavin the, is? The name of the band? No. Oh, okay. Is Malde- it Mald- Maldeva, Moldova, officially the Republic of Moldova. Romania. Is okay. a landlocked country in Eastern Europe, bordered by Romania to the west and Ukraine to northeast and south. You switch like three yeah. genres of authenticity. Female fronted five Authenticiousness. Thank you. Female fronted five piece band. The band is female fronted. Infected Rain. Oh, Anthony. yeah, I've, been heard, I've heard of Infected Rain. Anthony, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weird. A female fronted band they're that Anthony's like, heard of? They're interesting. Oh, that's strange. They're, they're, they're she, pre- she has green hair. What's wrong with that? Her, Maybe her, it was her hair is whatever color she wants it to be. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's also a thing. Maybe she identifies as green hair. I identify as a you know placebo, so that's fine. Huh. Um, if you are in the uh, Euro- European area, they are currently on tour with Lacuna Coil and Illuvietti. Ooh. So. Yeah. That's a pretty badass. So f- fuck you, yeah, right. <laughs> for having this cool ass tour. That's cool. Hey, we missed the Luvietti, so it's fine. Yeah, and Corpaclani. Yeah, there's nothing near Winchester. I would have drank so much <laughs> beer. <laughs> Anthony that likes a female fronted band. Incorrect. I am shocked. Incorrect. Uh, songs of note. Um, the ones that they actually have a video for, like their 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 biggest tune, I guess to date would be uh, "Orphan Soul." Great tune. Um, like they're they're all like really good. They have like a good mix of like really interesting, like clean. She has a killer killer scream. She does. Like she's got a cool metal voice. And um, I I watch like a bunch of like their live clips because they they put live clips for days like on their Instagram. Yeah, you got to like, make sure that their vocalist can hit it live. I, well, I I think I like their live better than their recorded. Really? Like they're wow. one they're one of those. Like yes. to, to me, those and are the, the best shows mm-hmm. to go to. Agreed. Like I love when the like the li- I yes. don't know if I love when the live is better than the recorded. But like, there's been bands that I've seen that have been like so fucking good live, and you go see the record, like you go listen to the recording, like oh, it's not the yeah. same. And then it makes me wonder. It's like okay, I wonder what they sound like recorded. Well, like that band, we we actually saw a band, like all three of us saw a band, and not too, not too many weeks ago. Uh, no Eye Is Seen. Yep. I was like, wow, they're actually pretty good live. They're pretty good live. I wonder what they sound like recorded. I'm going to go find them. And I'm going to be critical of them. It's tough, though. It's tough when you get in the recording studio because either... It's tough when you backtrack. I I didn't say that. Say what? He said said (laughs) you were backtracking. They were. There were fucking four of them up there. (laughs) No, man, it's tough when you get into the studio because... Whoever the producer is, if the producer's a jerk and it's all you can afford, then there's no there's no way out of it. Like, ah, your snare's too high. But nah, we digress. your bass sounds like crap. But we digress. Infected <laughs> Rain, uh, they had an album come out actually this year. It's called Endorphin 2019. 
um, it, it was released. It's it's gold. It's awesome. Enjoy. Go check it out. And just a slight digress when you talked about uh, live being better than normal. I uh, I like being alive. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> I've actually um, more than normal. I, I've kind of jumped a little bit on top of the same um, style of, of uh, lazy a little bit. Uh, Paramore, their uh, second album, uh, Riot. They have a live album called The Final Riot. And I've listened to that a few times back and forth to work, and it's much better than the actual album. Huh. Just because her vocal range is can be, she does different things with it, and it just sounds better personally. Now, is Paramore male-fronted or female-fronted? Red-haired fronted. <laughs> Anthony, we're seeing a little bit of a trend here. Can I say, I like my females of metal. <laughs> we all know this. <laughs> This is episode, what, three? I think we had, had a whole episode on it. Right? Well, I wasn't Four? here for those. I wasn't invited yet. But still, we well, digress. You, you weren't even a twinkle in my eye yet. Whoa. <laughs> Any hooser. Uh, now we can talk bu- about beer. A whole bunch of cool music that everybody should go check out. Yeah. <laughs> now for the brouhaha's. Uh, all I can get, like, the you're not my real dad joke should have definitely been thrown out there. Have you ever tried that on weed? Decadent. Got a cool background story for mine. Decadence? Decadence. Descendants. So I went and got me a Guinness. Ooh. But it wasn't it wasn't the uh Stout. Nope, it wasn't just a regular Guinness. I actually went, so the cool thing about this, I actually had the opportunity of actually visiting this brewery. I have not been to England in my life, so I have not been to, I believe it's Dublin, mm-hmm. where the actual Guinness fa- uh, the Guinness uh, brewery Guinness actually is. Um, <laughs> however, they did touch land in the United States. It's called the Open Gate Brewery in um, Baltimore, Maryland. And um, this past spring, I had the opportunity to actually go here. And actually check this out. So what I actually picked up was, this is called the Over the Moon Milk Stout. Mm. This is the first Guinness beer that was actually brewed and distributed in the United States. So none of this came from England. This was all made in, like, Baltimore, Maryland. It's their landmark beer for the Baltimore, Maryland site. They don't brew Guinness at the Baltimore, Maryland site. Mm. All the Guinness comes from the source. It all comes from... Dublin. It all comes from Dublin. Cool. But they do have a couple of experimentals up like up this way. Like they had a couple of sessions. They have a few different IPAs. They get the drafts too, don't they? They're called the Guinness drafts. Well, those and those they get all the blonde, still, blonde ales as well. All come the from the blonde ale. I do believe comes from Dublin still. Okay, I, I wasn't sure. So. Um, but the the over the moon the the milk stout and I believe there was an IPA. I don't know if it's actually getting distributed, but I know the IPA is something that they actually brew like in Baltimore, Maine as well. But the over the moon milk stout is definitely it's their first one that they were completely releasing like to the country, like putting it in cans and like whatnot. It is it's not a nitro, so it's not like the regular Guinness. Sure. Like this is more of a traditional like it's a it's a chocolate stout. Yeah, it's meant to be it's meant to be like on the sweet side. It has mm-hmm. notes of chocolate, espresso. Uh, this brewery, if you're ever in Baltimore, Maryland, and you if you don't go to even if you don't like Guinness, like this brewery is like probably one of the coolest places I've ever been, like ever. Like the building is awesome. We didn't get in we, we weren't able to get the tour. No. Apparently you gotta you gotta book a couple weeks Jesus. a couple weeks in advance to uh to get the tour, which hey, is what it is. Right. But 
I mean, the the atmosphere is like awesome. Baltimore, Maryland, especially like when you go there at the end of March and like early April, like it's still dog shit weather up here. And like you go friggin' eight miles, like eight hours south, and it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, the outdoor thing is like completely awesome. They always have like live music. The store is cool. The bar is cool. The restaurant that they have is really good. It is such a cool place to go. Like it's like it's like adult Disneyland, kind of sorta. Interesting. Um, doesn't doesn't Disneyland have Epcot? Isn't that like adult Disneyland? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, if you can make it all the way around the world, I've done that. I, I, seen, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. Why I can't I get past England? <laughs> I, I, does anybody know how many countries there are after England? No. At Epcot. I'm not sure. I've never been to Epcot. Yeah, nobody in my adult knows. Life. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. I went. I went around the whole thing. Oh, that's what I'm saying. If you do a beer around <laughs> the world, you don't know how many countries there are after England. I didn't do a beer around the world. I went food around the world. That's different. Oh, that's even worse. I, well, I, no, but they they give you like little tiny. It was the food and wine festival they do. I do both. So they had oh, like they had that. like little like like dollar two or dollar dirves. things of each area. I get so, hung, yeah, I get hung up in Germany too because it's like there's so much cool stuff in Germany. Oh, the, uh, the, what's it, the, uh, Carmel place, um, <laughs> fuck. Lederhosen. Close. What's, the, what's that Carmel company? Yes. Um. Dove. Oh, that's soap. <laughs> that's different. Soap is chocolate. Something so- worth, right? Am I correct? No, that's Wentworth. Dove. There is a Dove chocolate. I know that. Does, I'm thinking about the Carmels, like the, the German Carmels that you get. You can buy them out here. Carmelo? Oh worth. Something worth. worth? No, that's Mrs. Buttersworth. <laughs> no, no, no. I know, I, no, I know what you're talking about. Like Wentworth or something like that. I don't know that. that that's, that's a college. That's also, I said something that's like also that. a, a uh, <laughs> well, Google prison drama. Like we're, two of us are sitting here with the computers in front of us. So and nobody's like doing any kind of research. There's, so there's caramel in Germany, is what we're getting at. There's caramel. Yeah, go to Germany. <laughs> go to Germany, get some caramel. You'll know what he's talking about. All right, so caramel. Open Gate Brewery. Guinness. Werther's original. That's it. Werther's. That's they, what I said. They have the... the com- you said Wedworth. That's Wentworth. much different. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Wedworth. Same thing. Okay, anyway, about the caramels, Anthony? All right, so we got the stout. Like, like, I, like I mentioned before, you get the chocolate, the espresso. It's very smooth. It, it does have, like, a slight sweetness to it. Um, I actually think this is a little bit... You know, people always say, like, Guinness... Like, Guinness draft, like, the traditional Guinness draft is, like, heavy. This is way heavier than, like, a regular Guinness draft. Huh. And I don't really think stouts are really all that heavy all the time, like especially Guinness. I don't think I don't find heaviness in Guinness like whatsoever. No. If I was basing this on like on other stouts, um, it's okay, it's good, it's fine. You think it's? Would you, if you had a choice, that or an actual Guinness? Oh, Guinness. Yeah. Okay. All day long. Man. Plus, Guinness is a nitro. Yes. Well, isn't it only nitro if you get it out of the nitro? Does it? Well, they have that little that little yeah, thing, little thing in the can that's in there. To, okay. To actually like the help little, with the, the but, little spray paint rattle can. But the beer itself is nitro pressurized versus carbon. Okay. Because I know some places get you can get it like at the actual tap, and some of them actually have the nitro. If you're pouring Guinness in like real life, it has to be on a nitro. Oh, tap. does it? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't. I didn't. So fun fact. A lot of bars, because you have to put special equipment in for that. Correct. So the reason why a lot of bars will serve Guinness is because if you're going to put the money and the equipment in to have a nitro tap, you're going to do the number one nitro beer in the world, which is Guinness Draft, right. which is why all these other smaller time places don't necessarily get in. Like Harpoon, as an example, Harpoon and Sam Adams both have nitro beers, but they can't get in the bars in Boston because it's like, well, I'm not going to invest in two nitro taps because that's going to like you know kick us in the balls right. we have one nitro tap and guinness is the best one in the world right. 
So we're gonna. It's hey, like, no, hey, look, ain't nothing like a fresh Guinness. I'll tell you. Right it's now. like every like dive bar in the world has like Bud Light because Bud Light is the number one selling draft Blah. beer in the history of the in the like the in the world. In <laughs> yeah, kind the of a thing. The so shit's in a headache and water. So overall, after my long-winded story, there, go to Baltimore. It's a great place of great place to visit. Just don't walk, you know, around downtown like yeah, by yourself do or with small children. Nope. Bring your gun. And uh, watch out for those ravens. <laughs> 3.5. Three, wow. Okay. Three point, okay. Just, right. just 3.5. Yeah. I mean, it didn't blow me away. It's not it's not the greatest thing I've ever drank in my life. But, but it's, it's better a, than average. It's acceptable. Okay. I'm excited that it's, you know, getting us in American soil. Maybe go back to Dublin. I don't know. <laughs> Get your shit together. I feel hey. like oh. I had breakfast. Huh. Um, so this is a... Dorchester Brewing Company from wow. Boston, Mass. Dorchester. Dorchester. Six people were shot in the making of this can. Yeah, if you go to Dorchester, <laughs> make sure you have hobo stab insurance. That's like worse than Baltimore. Way worse. It might not be. It's probably way worse. No, it absolutely is. If you look at the crime map of Dorchester, it looks like a Christmas tree. Yeah, they yeah. still find bodies in the river. Yeah, it's though. pretty normal, though. Like people like I was like on the news. It's like oh, man was shot in Dorchester. It's like okay, and well, why was he in Dorchester? <laughs> well, that's his first mistake. My buddy lives outside of Baltimore. He's like, we don't go there. Yeah, you can't. Uh, so this is from Decadent Ales. This is a double Indian pale ale with blueberries, maple syrup, and cinnamon added. It is oh, called it's a, it's, Blueberry French it's a Toast. Du- You're drinking a Dippa. It's actually it was actually pretty good. He's drinking a dip. Of First of all, like, it that phys- wasn't your first reaction. It physically didn't look like it should have. Yeah, it looked like an ale. It's like it, clear. It should have been. <laughs> it should have been much darker. By the man with the, the blueberry jam. It, like it should chest. have been like this. <laughs> it looked like a pills nail. You know, that's actually what a French Shiza video looks like. <laughs> Any who's just a man in a, in a French toast outfit covered in blueberry jam. Anyway, um, so. I um I actually forgot this was a double IPA while I was drinking it. Like it didn't even dawn on me, because all I tasted was fucking blueberries and maple syrup. It will in an hour. Well, that's different. Huh. Will you taste it again? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean overall, I mean it's it's very flavorful and it literally tastes like blueberries, maple syrup, and toast. French uh, toast. Yeah. Um, Minus the butter and vanilla. It, I mean, it, it was it was enjoyable. I I. I liked it. I'd probably give it a four. Wow. I'd put my... Four. Did you just burp? Because it smells like French toast burp in here now. I love French toast. That's my new cologne. Oh, French toast burp. (laughs) How'd you... (laughs) Have you heard of it? Mm. How did you know? Yas. Uh, Have I not reviewed this before? I don't think we have. have Okay. I have no idea. Fair enough. Well, just in case I have, it's You're fine. asking me to remember things. Here we go, kids. What kind of hat do you have, Dave? Hold on, let me check I have... Notes. What? I have, I have a uh, top three beers in my lifetime, and one of my go-tos, especially in New England, comes to us from Magic Hat Brewing Company. Can I be honest with you? No. Okay. Now lie. I have had a magic hat before. <laughs> You've never had a magic I've hat before? I've never had a magic hat, no. Are you serious? I've, just, I've always seen it, and I've just never... I had one before, man. 
Fuck. On weed. (laughs) I wish you could clear your palate with something other than a full throttle energy drink or a a blueberry fuck toast beer. This is actually full of vodka. Ah. I still wish you could clear your... (laughs) My favorite magic hat to date is still the guitar face, though. Yeah, guitar face is pretty good. Uh, I actually truthfully like their pub ale. Have you had their pub ale? No. Of course not. You're uncultured twine. Magic Hat wow. is out of Vermont. I drank like a thousand beers in my life. And, I'm and this not the pub ale. The one that counts. Are Time. they up in Burlington, Vermont? I'll be going there at the end of the month. Ooh, girl. Did they have a coat factory, too? Uh, they have... <laughs> I hope so. It's going to be fucking... Coat factory, co- tell me I'm wrong. It's going to be fucking cold up there at the end of November. <laughs> it sure damn well be. So, and Ubers are expensive. Yes, they are. Especially if there's only one person Especially doing all the Prov- driving Providence after a fucking festival. If you're in New England that, and like you go months? to any kind 63. of what? Oh yeah, you were with me. What? So you were with me. I split it with homeboy there. Sixty-three. Sixty-three dollars. I didn't know that. Uh huh. We would have walked. I, we were pretty <laughs> fucking far away. <laughs> if you're in New England and you request a Magic Hat 12-pack at your local beer. Seller liquor store is the word. You're no, for. liquor store is not the word I'm looking for because New Hampshire liquor store it's a does not sell kid. beer. It's a okay? packy kid. The they only sell kid. liquor and wine. Did you, you know go that to the Salem has the bunghole liquor? Massachusetts packy. Any hooser. Bunghole liquors in Salem, Mass. Real place. Motherfuckers. Magic Hat is notorious for they're a multi pack that has their pub ale in it, guitar face. What's the other one? Their blonde ale and Magic Hat number nine. Number nine. Is one of my all-time favorite beers. Top three. No, I know you're. It's a not quite pale ale. It's not really a pale ale. Like everyone says, like oh, it's like an uh, IPA. No, it's not. No, it's like a. I disagree. It's like a. I don't know. It's it, and they won't ever tell you what it is. It's like a. It's like Dr Pepper. All right, I'm gonna hang on to my man card when I say this. It's like a fruity, <laughs> kind of paler, <laughs> not quite hoppy card. ale. And it's really good. You dropped your man care. card. How much no, of the audience did we just lose right there? I absolutely didn't. Listen here. I want you to go try a Magic Hat number nine. And... No, thank you. I want you to tell me that it doesn't taste like apricot or something. There's apricot. some There's some weird fruit in there. I don't know what it is, but it's good. It's delicious. I love Magic Hat number nine. Uh, I actually got turned on to Magic Hat number nine because a friend <laughs> of mine's... Okay, I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> Because he's laughing at me, so he's I'll laughing with you. Uh, I'm just piecing. I'm just piecing parts of your sentences together, make it more funny in my mind. So, a buddy of mine's dad was a pilot in the army, and he crashed and died he in his, his helicopter. Ma- he played his man card and it turned him on to. And his favorite beer ever was Magic Hat Number Nine. So after I enlisted, I was like, "Hey, I'm going to try this beer out because it was this guy's favorite beer, and I want to know why." And I tried it, and I never looked back since. And he saluted to his honor. Absolute awesome beer. Full-bodied, it's not quite like a shitty Pilsner or like fruity girl beer. It's like a... Wow. It's like a... <laughs> Racist. Fruit. I don't know. I don't know what the fruit is in it, man. It's like a... Hang on. There's a hint of something in there, but it's in the finish. I don't know what it is. If you look at any of their ingredients list for Magic Hat, they're going to be like, Oh, Magic Hat, number nine. Why number nine? Why number nine indeed? Like, they're just very mysterious. They're very weird, odd Vermonters that make beer. I feel like this is illegal in, like, so many states right now. Probably. But it's actually, it's really good. Pear. 
Ah, see? And apricot. See? Ooh! What did I say? <laughs> I said apricot. I'm proud, of, I'm proud of you, bud. Yeah, you better be, and it's a man beer. So you're it's not a girl beer. So you're apricot Girls don't fla- drink this. Yeah, you're apricot-flavored man. Yo. <laughs> okay, this is actually a true story. So Dan, Dan brings a... It's like an apricot Jolly Rancher. I think uh, our, our guitar player, Dan, brings over a six-pack of Magic Hat number nine one time. And he says... Oh, thank you. He's like, oh, I just, I just picked up these Magic Hats. And I'm like, oh, well, I mean... If you're going to drink a girly beer all night, that's fine. That was like my first reaction, but I'm just, it, it was only funny because it made sense in my mind. <laughs> girly beer. You should laugh like that all the time. I mean, I wouldn't talk to you, but it'd be funny. I scored up. What is Joke's it? on you. What I do we, laugh like that all the time. And I just come what to this show with a different laugh, so I sound different. My get? score for this? Like eight out of six or something. Absolutely not. That's ridiculous. I do 14, <laughs> 14. out No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 14 doppelganger blah, blah, blah. Well, it's the number nine. I can't go any lower than that. So, ah. Uh. What our buddy Dave used to do is like three trillion. Like, snizzles out of flopperinos. No, I'm going to give Magic Hat number nine a five out of six. Nice. And it's, but it's a go-to beer. It's one that I can trust. It's And now you it's can reliable. find it at the top of our beer tree. It's all around good. Look, I don't care what people say, man. Like, right under. Uh, it is delicious. Just try it. Like, if you're sitting around a fire, or fire. If you're out in the fire. woods doing man things, <laughs> catching fish, hunting bear. I don't know. Catch, it's a good thing to drink. Catch, catching bear, hunting fish. Catching bear, hunting fish, stabbing dolphins. I don't know. Wow, that get dark real quick. Any other uh, wise words of wisdom for the people? Yeah, so if you're surrounded by gentlemen in a podcast that make fun of your beer, just leave. Well, according to the beer, <laughs> yeah, you're still the uh, beer.org, uh, beer of the week, Magic Hat number nine, bitch beer. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. You can't say that in Massachusetts. I didn't say it. He said it. We record from Colorado. I get it. <laughs> Give my fucking address. You can <laughs> drop your fine off. Come find me, Charlie Baker. You have no proof that was me on the tape. <laughs> I do not have sexual intercourses with that woman. Okay, that just totally shifted. I definitely didn't do that. I, I might. Did. I might do that with this beer, but definitely not with a woman. Like, yeah, you're right. Hmoa6pack.podomatic.net. Email us hmoa6pack at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter if you want. I don't really go on Twitter. On the tweeter. And I'm done with you people. Talk to you later. Bye. I love you. Ciao. That is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at HMOA. 6pack.automatic.net Email HMOA6 P-A-C-K at gmail.com Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.